Hey, I'm lesbian. I thought you were American. Hello and welcome to the Salt Report, where two of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about cosplay, comics, movies, video games, and all things nerdy. I am IK, am hosting tonight along with Jesse. Yo! Jake is on medical leave for a little while, so we're just gonna <laughs> let him rest up. <laughs> I feel really bad that Jake is hurt, and then no, I, I, I am in no way hurt as much as Jake at all, but I will warn everybody that I popped like three ibuprofen before we started this because I miniature hurt my back, so, but not doing anything serious. I was fucking around dancing, and I hurt my lower back with my the Meanwhile, I'm s- now now we're all talking about all our ailments. <laughs> but I was I ran on the treadmill um, today, and I after I got off, I'm like I don't like the way that my ACL feels right now. Yes, it like doesn't Jesus. hurt, but it's not comfortable. Mm, hope that doesn't turn into an injury. But that's the worst, actually, is like when you feel something and it doesn't hurt yet, but you're like this has the potential to be bad. This has the potential to be real bad. Yeah. yeah hate that um you want to talk about our sponsor in our hearts yeah the sponsor in our hearts is the tanga sex robot it's a sex finally happened it finally happened i was so ready for this i was like welcome to the goddamn future okay um it's a it's a sex toy that is like also a transformer and turns into a little robot and uh it's it's really important to me because i feel like i just love sex robots as and anybody who uh who follows me knows this i love robots and i love sex and i love sex with robots but it is kind of weird because it's basically like you know like it's like someone was like, I just always wanted it's to like- shove my dick in a transformer. And so then... The- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a they, Pretty much. They made it happen. <laughs> oh. It's like, but it's also kind of like, if I remember it correctly, it kind of looks more like, I don't know, Baymax <laughs> in a transformer. It's like... It's very round. Yeah, it's it's it looks like a fleshlight that, like, the edges pop out of it, and then it's a robot, like... Um, oh. Because why not? Because why not? I forgot to put. Th- I forgot to put this thing. Because now I'll never know peace. So I had to put it in the salt. <laughs> so we're editing. Speaking of transforming robots. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a good first... segue. <laughs> hey. My first item of pre-salt is that I've been watching a lot of Voltron. I watched, like, an entire season of Voltron. Um, I'm on season three now. Just, it's real easy to watch while I'm sewing. Yeah. And so I've been burning through it real fast. Uh, but I still really like it. Um, again, super nice show. Why did it get the fandom that it got? I It's beyond me, but... Um, Fandom's a Russian roulette. We yeah. love fortune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'm still still watching that. I am struggling now to remember what exactly happened in the last episode that I watched. Um because a lot happened all at once. Yeah, because they've Shira's got those gone. short seasons. 
Um, I think the first couple are normal like seasons because they're all at least 13 episodes. Yeah, then they split but, the second, the third season in half. Oh, I'm just getting there then. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Shiro's gone. They're figure, re- reconfiguring their teams. Lotor appeared. Um, that's, that's what I remember. A, a lot happens in that show very, very quickly. And I, I just don't, I gotta keep up. Um, I've made a lot of progress on my costume. Um, I finished the skirt. We'll talk about that later. Um, I finished the belt that goes around the waist. I um, have almost finished the... Um, I'm not sure what to call them. Stockings, I guess. Yeah. Uh, light warmer stockings. One of those things. Um, those those were a time. You're going to um, look so cute. Oh my god. I'm really excited for this costume, but those stockings definitely make my legs look like sausages. <laughs> so I'm not super excited about that. I'm but. absolutely certain they do not, but like also we stare at ourselves all the time, so we've got some serious like you know like That's true. yeah, we but hyper also like things. the um it's four-way stretch final is like the bottom part and then the cotton cotton jersey on top for the white part and that part doesn't squeeze my legs too much but the stretch vinyl is significantly less stretchy than the cotton jersey so it does kind of like squeeze my legs into an abnormal shape just by design there's not much there's nothing i can really do about it um and it is um well at least it'll if, be like... if you if you translate if you translated the costume to a real life person that's what their legs would look like in it so i'm not like upset about it um, It'll be like compression socks. People pay a lot of money for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They all they need to do is spend a couple of bucks on Yaya Han's uh, vinyl four way stretch vinyl and sew it into a tube because <laughs> that squeezes the shit out of your legs. <laughs> Probably won't stay up as well as a compression stocking, though. Yeah. Um, I had to add some uh, rubber backed elastic to keep everything from sliding down. The only way I can keep stuff from sliding down on my fat ass legs, my thunder thighs, is is like um garters. And but they do kind of make those like clear garters now, you know? Um Yeah. But yeah. But that's not that's not screen accurate, so I had to do the oh, cheater with the the elastic. <laughs> but it works. Um it's also what I used for my sleeves to keep those up. Yeah. So yeah, there's just, it's just elastic with like a silicone backing. So if you face the silicone backing towards your skin, it actually works really, really well at keeping it up and not sliding around all over the place. And then you don't have to tape yourself to your costume like I have on many occasions. Um, you got to try it at least <laughs> once in your life to just fucking tape yourself into your costume or sew it onto yourself. I have... Um, like Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> one time my, uh, my friend was doing the... Um, uh, Attack on Titan costume with all the yes yes I, I did that one too that yeah was the time and I had to sew her into her straps like the straps on her legs had to be sewn on and it was a time I, I didn't do that I had some cleverly hidden safety pins but it was it was a time getting into and out of that costume yeah I was um I was I was like I'm gonna stab you in places you absolutely should not be stabbed if you don't stop moving like. It was one of those. T- it was one of those times. It's like nobody's ready to be stabbed in the leg until it happens. The friendship test. <laughs> the friendship test. <laughs> yeah. 
that was a long time ago for me. I think I did that costume like the same summer that it became popular. Yeah. And then, and like everyone was Attack on Titan. I, there's this like, to me, it's a really funny set of photos because it's me and like a bunch of other Attack on Titan cosplayers all doing the salute. And, um, you can kind of see that a lot of pictures of me were taken in this short amount of time because my smile gets more and more strained. (laughs) (laughs) It's hilarious. Probably only to me. I don't think a lot of people really noticed, but I did, and it was hilarious. There's this picture of um, my friends and I in high school, and we're like, so we're sitting in a row on this rock, and we had been hiking, and we were eating sandwiches, like really bad sandwiches, while we're sitting on this rock in the middle of the woods, and we've been hiking for a really long time. My friend, who is a swimmer, is sitting to the right of me, and she's smiling, and she's like genuinely smiling, right? Then there's me in the middle, and I'm like half smiling, not really smiling, you know what I'm saying? Like in the middle of like yeah i'm at least trying i'm like ah, yeah hiking woo that and then, unenthusiastic smile and then my friend to the left of me is just like he he looks enraged like <laughs> he's like eating his sandwich but the look in his eyes is like why the fuck are you taking a picture of me right now this is awful we're in the woods i have been sweating like it's just funny because you can see like it, we look like someone just like showed the the stages of grief <laughs> um the i have a couple of things left to finish up for my costume i have to finish the um like purse thing and i have to style the wig uh so i can sew on the ears and then i have to finish the stockings and then i have to finish a fucking million little buttons and charms his final fantasy Um, because it's Final Fantasy. And, like, as extra as Final Fantasy is in general, I feel like 14 is, like, more so. Um, just cause, because MMO. And so this... I feel like Mikote Starter Set is a relatively simple costume, except for the buttons and charms and all of that crap. But other than that, like, the trickiest part was, like, okay, how am I going to wear this this tail with the skirt? And that was easy. I just split the waistband in half but um that's so cute i'm so excited i'm excited for it too it's really turning out i'm hoping to get it done for a cosplay barbecue on september 8th that i'm going to because it's going to be in a park that has a lot of really pretty trees and i think i could get some cute pictures but um if not then i mean it's for anime bonsai so i will also be wearing it to anime bonsai i just really want to get cute pictures like, and then if it's hot as balls outside on that particular day, I won't sweat to death. It'll be great. I I put on my wig and my, like, helmet thing today and put on my makeup. And I... I saw. Yeah. and looked great. Thank you. And I was just sitting in my room and I'm wearing, like, like you know, lazy day booty shorts and a t-shirt. And I'm like, I am so hot. And I don't even have the jacket on yet. And it has fur on it. <laughs> and so I'm like thinking about stuff that I can leave off of the costume. Um, like I maybe I just won't do the chain mail vest thing or like the scale mail vest because it's just like it's vinyl and I'm going to be so hot. And so I'm, I'm just like this is not. But luckily my feet will be naked. I'll be wearing flip flops because it's. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wearing socks on top of everything else is yeah. definitely, like, completely miserable. If your feet and are hot, like, you're hot. 
I feel like Osra would have been less miserable if I wasn't wearing knee-high boots. Mm, that but is a point. That's just that's just how it'd be on this bitch of an earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I speaking of Final Fantasy fourteen, I've been playing a lot of that too. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded. Um, so this event has come and gone, but they had the Moonfire Festival 2018 going on. Um, so that was the picture I took of my, my character in the bathing suit. That's what that was from. Um, and it was a, uh, it was a obstacle course because, you know, platforming puzzles are great for MMOs. Um, and just just for funsies that we're going to talk more about this later but there was a uh, secret way harder jumping puzzle around the back it was of the tower that you could participate in for fun afterwards fun with gigantic sarcastic air quotes um so that's come and gone i i did have a lot of fun with it it was like i said i before like i have the most fun in this game when i'm doing stupid bullshit with other players and that was just what this was, was all of us slowly losing our minds trying to climb this fucking tower. Um, but uh, it would also, I, I had heard about this, but I hadn't actually experienced it, which is a cool thing that 14 does with its sound design, is that um, when there's a lot of players in a, in a given area, it plays like a crowd chatter noise. Uh, so it's like, you know, there's a crowd there. And I actually heard it for the first time. Fa- I guess Fairy's probably not that big of a server, mm-hmm. but so I don't get to hear it that often unless there's an event, but I actually did like hear it this time. And I'm like, Oh, that thing I heard about, it's true. Um, and so I, I had fun with that overall, but we're going to talk more about it later. There's a new event now going on. That's like an anniversary event, but I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet. Um, because the, uh, festival retainer did not spawn until either late last night or early this morning. And I, didn't want to get into it before we started recording. So <laughs> I was like, no, that's a bad idea. Um, and I did finish after I got sick of the Moonfire Fair. I got, I moved on to Dungeons and I finished the A Realm Reborn story content and I moved on from there. Um, and then the last 14 pre salt I have is the, um, I did the Gentleman series of side quests and they're just a bunch of japes. Just a bunch of goofy, goofy japes. Um, they introduce these two characters who... The closest comparison I can come up with is... Um, have, you, have you seen Bacchano? Yes. They're Isaac and Miria from Bacchano. <laughs> if you have not watched Bacchano, you should watch Bacchano. It's very good. But um, yeah, these characters are basically Isaac and Miria from Bacchano. And I, they're, they're idiots, and I love them. And it's basically just like Scooby-Doo. Um... There's this like, there's this whole side quest where like a, a, a traveling duelist is going around stealing people's weapons after dueling them. It turns out it's Gilgamesh, unsurprisingly. Um, but you you know you run into Gilgamesh and he's like a, a giant bird stole my sword and they're like oh that's weird we're investigating somebody stealing sword too let's go after that and I'm like guys it's he's thief. Um, the <laughs> you you kind of. There's all these different gags where, like, the the actually competent inspector, like, will walk up to you and say, yeah, we're getting ready to look for the thief. And then he walks away, and then Gilgamesh walks up, and it's like, I still can't find my weapon. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. The inspector just told us it was a guy in a ridiculous costume. Isn't that weird? And, and Gilgamesh is like, yeah, that is weird. Anyway, bye. And he walks away, and the inspector comes back. Just, you know, 
it's just it's definitely like a comic relief yeah kind of thing but i i loved it it was it was so dumb and i loved it um but i haven't finished that one yet because the next step is that i have to fight gilgamesh and uh those of you who don't care about final fantasy 14 can tune back in now because i'm done talking about it for a little while i um finally signed up for some 5ks this season it's time. I it's it's time. I've haven't done them for a while, but I signed up for the um uh witches run five K and another one called the Polar Plunge, which isn't going to be for a while, but we'll talk about that one a little bit later. Um just trying to trying to get back into running. I got lazy and took quite a bit of time off, but um Didn't you I do, do like the so. witches run last year? Got like I did. Hat. That was the one with the hat. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was, it was fun. But that was also the one where they only had candy and ice cream at the end. So I'm gonna remember this time to bring like a Lara bar or something so that I don't throw up. <laughs> Cause Halloween, okay, we gotta eat. I know, candy. but the last thing I want to <laughs> eat after running 3.1 miles is candy. I don't know what I'd want to eat after running 3.1 miles. Bread. I always want yeah, to eat you bread. want you want simple carbs. Like the same running company has another race in the spring called the Fairy Run, which I didn't do this year, but I did it the year before. And um, it was they had peanut butter sandwiches and bananas and like oranges and apple slices at the end, and that's that's all good stuff to eat. Yeah. Um, after a run, if you can tolerate it, because it's like simple carbs and a little like the peanut butter has a little bit of protein. But you you don't want to eat anything too sweet, and you don't want to eat anything too heavy, because you might barf. I hate pickles. I love pickles, and they're filled with electrolytes, Kay. Pickles are just grumpy cucumbers. They're filled with electrolytes, Kay. They're good for you. They are grumpy cucumbers, and I don't like cucumbers either. I don't like cucumbers at all, but I like uh, pickles. And also, something about the pickling process. So when I eat cucumbers, I burp cucumber all day, but for some reason, something happens in the pickling process that, like, makes that not happen to me anymore, so I can eat pickles, but I can't eat cucumbers i don't fuck with sweet pickles though sweet pickles are a goddamn tragedy but i i love dill pickles you know but Kay, the rule is is that you have to make friends with someone who doesn't like pickles if you like pickles so then when they get pickles on their plate you're like i'll eat your pickles for you <laughs> do you out where you live do you have that thing where they just sell giant ass pickles at the movie theater no. <laughs> That's definitely a thing here. You can just buy yourself a giant ass pickle to chomp on during your movies. For some reason. Let me eat my dick pickle in the back of the theater while watching Magic Mike. <laughs> no, we have uh, <laughs> We have usually it's like nachos. Um, and popcorn. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Nachos, popcorn, assorted candy. Hot dogs. Ice cream, hot dogs. Some fancy theaters will be like, we'll order your pizza and then you deliver it to you. So, some, some of the theaters here have pizza huts. <laughs> we don't um, <sighs> and there's a really fancy theater out in one of the suburbs here that um, has like fast food restaurants inside of it so you can get like burgers and fries and stuff i just every time i go to the theater i just want a diet coke 
right? Because I'm trying. Yeah, I try too. to watch my calories and everything. And like, I guess I it's I could. Some of the theaters around here have those Coke freestyle machines, so I can get the the uh, ginger lemon diet Coke, and that's my favorite. And so I go up there, and I'm like, "Can I please have a, a medium diet Coke?" And because the small is like a sip of diet Coke, and the medium though is the size of my head. So, and they'll be like, "That's four fifty. And I just stare into the void, like, and the void stares back. Hello, darkness. <laughs> and the void's like, just buy it, just buy it. And I'm like, but it's four dollars. Would you like to spend cents. fifty cents extra to get the the large? No, no, probably. because there's. I no would rather not fucking... drink a gallon of soda. Yeah, there's no fucking way you could possibly finish that. One time, I I drank a large soda at the movie theater. And I could not sleep and I had diarrhea because the fake sugar just goes right through you. And so after that, I was like, never fucking again. Never again shall I ever have a large soda from the movie theater. Because there's just... If I get that much soda, I just have to pee the entire movie. I always have to pee the entire movie because as we've discussed, I have the bladder of a bird. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it's... It's Diet Coke and, on rare occasions, popcorn. None of this weird pickle bullshit. I'm going to eat an entire, like, two bags of giant pickles. Like, just, because they come in, like, a, like, I remember them from when I was a kid, though, but they, like, come in that, like, single-serving bag thing, and you can, like, hold yeah. the bottom of the pickle with the bag. Yep. I've eaten one of those. Yeah. I don't even know how we got on fucking, oh, because we're talking about your 5K run, and then... Uh, like what to eat after food, a race yeah. yeah 5k's food pickles pickles movie theaters movie theater pickles <laughs> <laughs> there we go that's our six degrees of kevin bacon for this episode. six degrees of pickles <laughs> <sighs> well i think that's my free salt okay um libraries are fucking good y'all i haven't been to a library in a while and uh, I've been going to the library a lot on weekends. Um, I was going to coffee shops with my friend, but we're really poor now and we can't afford coffee. So uh, I've been going to the library with her. And uh, excuse me, sorry, I'm belching. Okay. And um, there's study rooms you can rent for two hours, but we're always in there longer than that. And uh, you just like, you know, bring your library card and there's Wi-Fi. And so... Um, it's been super helpful because my math class has been a fucking chaos emerald of a time. Um, yeah, I got to get that Sonic reference in there. Sonic. Um, <laughs> Sonic. Um, it, I I cannot explain to you. I guess I I guess I'll send. I want to. I want to. I want to send it to you, Kay. I don't know why, but I'm like, Kay, please look at this and look at the chaos that I'm living in. Because it's like a mixture between a logic class and a math class and a problem solving class. Oh, so, fuck that. Yeah. So they make us do stuff the hard way just to do it the hard way when it's like, I could get an algebra equation for this. Like, you know what I'm saying? And there's, there's a certain amount, like, I'm not saying I love algebra, but what I am saying is that there's a certain, like, pleasure in knowing that once you memorize the formula you can just plug whatever the fuck you want into it and it'll come out you know and you're like oh yes and then you plug the answer back into the equation and it you can check your work you know this is not like that and they make us go through these asinine charts and shit just to get to the fucking point and we have to do group work which is just like, I don't want to be in a fucking group with people. But anyway, it's been really great because my friend has been with me and I've been driving us both into madness with this class. <laughs> um, 
Like, I was really concerned about her for a little while. I was like, this, this is how, this is how I've killed her with this math class. Um, but libraries are amazing and I think they're underrated and use your library. The only thing about the study room is it's really hot in there for some reason, but the rest of the library is cold and they give us this dinky ass fan, right? And I'm like, this is just so we don't stay in here. And like, it would probably help if there weren't windows, but then you can't just not, people could be having sex in the study room. And that, as porn has taught me, libraries is a place that they're a place to have sex, you know, and fan fiction, everybody has sex in the library. And I'm just like, that's unsanitary. Um, but, uh, yeah, libraries, equality, that sounds like so, so lame, but I'm just like really enchanted with, I, we also have a very nice library with really nice bathrooms. Yeah. So um that makes all the difference doesn't it yeah it does you're gonna be spending a lot of time there it has to have a nice nice bathroom the funny thing is that was the library once where i went to go pick up a book and i was leaving and i just saw this pair of pants on the ground like someone had just walked out of them (laughs) right and there was rapture came for them that's exactly what my friend said she's like they were raptured because the thing about it was that the pants looked 100 percent clean and like i walked over and looked at them and they didn't smell or anything i didn't touch them or anything but like it looked like someone had just walked out of their pants. I'm like, where did they go without pants? You know, some people... You know, the news has taught me that some people just get really dedicated to their meltdowns and they just take <laughs> off their clothes for no reason. And there was no shirt, though. It's just their pants. Maybe the shirt was somewhere else. We had another weird experience because the other time my friend and I went there, it was Sunday... It was a Sunday, so they didn't open till one. So we were waiting outside the library, and there was this dude sleeping on a bench. And two benches away from him was a walker that looked like someone had just left there, right? And we're like, and I see my friend like hyper focusing on this walker, and I'm like, "There's a walker," and she's like, "I know," and it's in really good condition too, so it doesn't look like it belonged to. It did like it didn't look like it was like a homeless person's walker, and it also didn't look like it belonged to that man because it was so far away that that doesn't make sense. And I was like, it's like Bloodborne. It's just there to let us know that there's gonna be an enemy in a walker, and he's gonna be like the fucking worst enemy in this entire game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely. I've uh, been having a good time at the library. Library. Please don't make me say library. Um, uh, speaking of Bloodborne, um, my my friend, she was like, hey, uh, I, I know that you really like Bloodborne. I didn't like it as much, but I bought this scene um, last year. It was the Farron Bloodborne zine. Um, and... She was like, I know that you'll give this more love than I will. And I held it in my greedy little palms because it's sold out on the <laughs> website. And I was like, my child. Because um, I definitely talk about Bloodborne way too much. Like, it is all I, – I messaged um, Jeremy. I'm like, you, Kay, Jake, and Nikki – have ruined my life with Bloodborne because that game came out three years ago and I just want to make content for it. Um I just really want to make a Bloodborne zine uh, and, like, have some of my prints that I've done, like, some sketches. Um, I have to finish that Annalise uh, painting and then have the Budborn stuff in there. I have an idea for a Budborn comic right now because we haven't been um, Budborning recently. And it's really funny and I don't want to ruin it, but it's <laughs> it's um, it's a Macbeth-Bloodborne crossover 
because that's oh, that's going to be good. <laughs> because that's where I am in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely am excited about that. And then my prince came, uh, which was funny Yay. because yeah, in time. Um, they said they were coming on the 24th and then I looked at my email and it's like, they shipped and it's like, they're in the truck and it's 6.30 and I have to go to the grocery store and I'm like, please. And I'm just staring out the screen door and my mom's like, are you okay? And I'm like, my prince. And um, <laughs> she's like, just go to the store, right? So I go to the grocery store and I come back and my prince are here. And I'm like, it's like he was just waiting until I left <laughs> to deliver them. Um, yeah, there's only, there's only like three phases of usps delivery which is it's shipped we don't think it exists and then it's here it's here and I, just like, I stole that from a twitter user but it's super accurate it's so accurate um but yeah they they turned out great i had one that sort of had a little bit of a misprint but i think i'm just gonna use that as display one um but I printed them with cat print and they said they would come on the 24th and they're fucking here on the 24th. So that's all I can really ask for. I used their lightweight cardstock um, matte because it was a satin finish and that's what I wanted. And they turned out great and they were a really good price. Um, I think they were having a back to school sale at the time, which is kind of funny to me. But also, like, of course, because it's bulk, the more you buy, the more... Um, the the more you get off of the total price, you know, and right. uh, they they printed my weird sized print of Sora and um, full bleed everything. It lets you it lets you choose whether you want full bleed or not, um, or the white edges. It's just it was a easy it was fucking easy to use and it was um, just what I needed. So God bless. <laughs> I definitely because I was holding them in my little my grubby little hands and I'm just like my child um and then and that's this weekend right uh yes holy shit yeah yeah it is Uh sorry i didn't mean to scare you like that uh yeah no i i just finished applying to school today and i it turns out that when you transfer from community college to a state college you don't need to write an essay if you're transferring in as a junior or like yeah yeah, you don't have to (laughs) write essays or like do any of that so i i filled out all of my information and then they're like submit and i'm like what what do you mean submit where's the where's the weird like write an essay about why you deserve to be here peasant and i'm just like there, there was none of that my school made me write an essay either yeah so i just sent in my application with the 55 american dollars and um <laughs> And hopefully I get in. I'm like, it stands outside their window. Let me in, you cowards! <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that was good. So that leaves me more time to finish my cosplay. And I posted pictures of my makeup test today because I was like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing with my makeup. Um, what was it your mom said that you're all gothed up with nowhere to go or yeah my mom's like you're all gothed up with nowhere to go i'm like that's the point god when i put that wig on without makeup i just look sick like immediately i was like oh i'm too pale for this but then i put my makeup on super black i've I've noticed that on myself with yeah like dark colored wigs as well I'm just like, this was not a good, this is not a good look for me. But then I put my makeup on and it was, you know, slightly better. And uh, I was telling my dad, I feel like I'm in drag when I wear this much makeup. And my dad's like, you feel like you're in drag when you look like a woman? And I'm like, well, first of all, anybody can wear makeup. But also, like, 
if I'm, I've told you a million times that I'm non-binary and like high feminist kind of feels like a costume to me a little bit. Like it doesn't, it's not how I normally am. And then he's like, you're not even wearing that much makeup. And I'm like, <gasps> deep inhale, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing so much makeup and then I went to take it off and I'm like, this is going to be a nightmare to do because I'm going to do it twice. I think I'm going to do that particular costume twice. And then my third costume, I'm not I'm going to be a guy, so I'm not really going to be wearing that much makeup, just like what I normally wear, Um, just like concealer so that no one can see that I never sleep ever. Um. (laughs) And I got to say, like. I'm not non-binary, but I still feel kind of like I'm in drag when I wear a ton of makeup. So yeah, because I think it's, it's like kind of it's like it's what a you're comfortable. I guess yeah, like yeah. It, some people are super comfortable in a lot of makeup, and I'm like, you go, person, you fucking live your fucking best life. But I'm definitely more comfortable in kind of like subtle makeup. Um, and when I'm at home, I don't even wear makeup. I I look like a before special on a before and after makeover show. Um, I hardly ever wear makeup. I'm so lazy. <laughs> yeah, you, but like I, uh, I every time I like I don't know if you're ever wearing makeup in the pictures you send me, but like you, you just you look like you're wearing makeup because your skin looks nice. So then I'm just like, oh, except for all this freaking scabs on it. But you know, I my skin. <laughs> one time my skin, somebody walked by and was like, oh, you have really nice skin, and I'm like, thanks. It's a lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's makeup. It's makeup. Um, yeah, I'm just like I am wearing so much makeup right now do you think i came out the womb looking like this like is that do do people who don't wear makeup just assume that like yes yeah yeah i think so actually because one time i was just talking to my friend about this um there was this girl next to me and she was trying to make other girls feel bad which first of all i'm not there for that um but she was saying that like oh you don't need makeup to look beautiful like look at you you you're not wearing makeup and i i looked at her i turned around and i'm like I am wearing primer, foundation, concealer, eyeshadow, eyeliner, mascara, setting powder, highlighter, blush, and um, finishing spray. And I'm like, and she just looks at me and she's like, oh. And I'm like, just because I feel comfortable, like, wearing my makeup like this and somebody else wears their makeup really heavy doesn't mean I'm right and they're wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Now that reminds me of this. I think I've talked about this comic on the podcast before, actually, but it was going on around Tumblr for a while. And it was a girl with like a lot of makeup, you know, smoky eye and everything. And some disembodied male voice was like, you're like, yeah, you're wearing too much makeup. You look beautiful, more beautiful without. And then like her with the quote unquote natural makeup. Yeah. Like, See so much better. And then her with actually no makeup. And he's like, are you OK? You look sick. And it's like, hmm. Mm. Mm. people always ask mm. me if i'm sick if they can see my under eye circles one time nikki's mom i love nikki's mom very much but one time she asked me if i had two black eyes because i wasn't wearing makeup oh, for the no. first time at her house and i was like no i just look like this without makeup um <laughs> I love no it's just my face no my face <laughs> is just fucked up like that um <laughs> so uh but yeah i was getting ready for my cosplay stuff it feels weird having done a lot of stuff that it was really stressing me out at the beginning of the um the beginning of the month. I'll definitely be who the fuck is texting me right now? I'm working. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. I'm working. Uh I'll definitely be I know I've got some asks about commissions and I will be working on those commissions after um Sack Anime is over. So 
Um, but like, I definitely had to finish stuff before then. Um, oh my god, there's just people to the left of me and people to the right. Um, I've got airplanes, so I mean. <laughs> but yeah, I I definitely am um, feeling like weird. You know that like it's too good to be true when you have a sudden amount of stress relief at once. Yeah, no, totally. It's like I I don't know what to do now. Like, yeah, what, you're like what I must have forgotten. I need to be stressed out about. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what have I forgotten? Um, I feel like there's something else I should be stressed out about right now. Yeah, absolutely. Totally get it. Yeah, uh, and I think I I like earlier this month um, when I took a break from Twitter, I had a I had a really bad meltdown. Um, and I don't like want to go into that in too much detail, but basically it's like I don't want to be a hot mess on Twitter. And I also realized that I was getting like aggressive about stuff I didn't need to be aggressive about, and like depressed about stuff that didn't like I didn't need to be depressed about, and. I was just like, I need a little break, um, which was definitely nice. And I like rescheduled how I Twitter, I guess, or changed how I um, am working with Twitter, uh, unfollowed people, blocked people, because I was like, I don't I don't want this muted people. Um, <laughs> definitely. Seems like a lot of my Twitter friends are doing that right now and they're all happier for it. Yeah. You know, there's a moment when you're like, wait a minute. I have this power. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I also was having kind of like a crisis about like the, how I present myself, I guess. Um, and how to present myself, but I took care of it and I am checking stuff off my list. Um, and then there's some stuff that is stressing me out that, which I will talk about later, but I guess we can move. I'm I'm done. So wherever you want to go, we're gonna move on. Move on to our salt, I guess. Um, I'll start with the cosplay stuff. Um, I so I I think I've mentioned before that for my uh, Mikote costume, I was kind of inspired by um. Kamui Cosplay's Mikote starter set costume, mm-hmm. and I'm following a lot of the same beats, like drawing the patterns on my mannequin is an idea I got from her video, um, and sort of like the way that she has things held, the, the elastic was her idea, the um, boot covers having Velcro on them was her idea, so like, you know, I've changed certain things about how I'm doing it, but a lot of it was like, oh, I mean... If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? So yeah. if her, her way was going to work, then I should follow her way. Um, but, like, say one deviation was at the um, the the puffy sleeves that I made. I hand-stitched eyelets into them, whereas she just, like, glued that shit on, which is a much <laughs> faster, easier, smarter way to do it. But um, I did it the hard way. Um, but it's interesting... But that's the case because, like her, I fucked up my skirt multiple times before I got it right. <laughs> so she, um, what did she, she cut it too long, so she had to shorten it, and then it turned out too small, so she had to remake the whole thing again. And like, same. same. <laughs> did that ex- same exact thing happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, well, what happened was I was like, I was too afraid to make this skirt without a pattern because I had never made a pleated skirt before. Yeah. So I was using a um, a simplicity pattern for a pleated skirt, 
But the problem with the pleated skirt that I was using, it was for like a, a like generic Japanese anime schoolgirl type uniform. And the pleats on the skirt pattern were really thin. Hmm. Whereas I wanted to have these thicker pleats because the Mikote starter set skirt has pretty wide pleats. Um, so I basically, and like it has, you know, lines where it's like fold these lines together to pleat here. And I basically just reversed them and I did the, th- I folded the thin parts together and left the thick parts um, set like th- that was the- became the pleat. Yes. Um, so I hope this is making sense to people who don't sew. But my brain just did three backflips. But yes, I got it. <laughs> and it also it says cut three. So I cut three pieces and I stitched them all together. And it was way too big that way because I did the pleats differently. Mm. So I was trying to fit it right, and I made it too small. And I already cut the fabric, so it was too fucking late to fix it. Recut. Okay. Do it again. Same problem. Um, It's um, just having it with the three, like, I got it to the right size, but it didn't look good. I was like, and initially I was like, whatever, it's fine. And then the next day I'm like, it's not. (laughs) I'm... It's not fine. I'm competing with this. I'm going to be unhappy. Yeah. So this time, instead of cutting three pieces, I cut two. Mm-hmm. And that meant I had to do some finagling with the waistband because now the zipper's on the side instead of in the back. Yeah. Um, but basically, I got I had to make like an entirely new waist, just kind of magic this waistband together from my mind. But basically, it's three pieces, <laughs> which is a wide piece in the front, and then it's two pieces in the back. And part of that connects... Um, and kind of like has a hook and eye. No, it has snaps. Sorry, it has snaps on the side where the zipper is. So I just unsnap it and, and like unzip the zipper or zip it up. And then the back um, is open as well and has a hook and eye closure so I can wrap it around the tail. And that's uh. how I get around the tail issue. Um, but like, man, I'm not going to be scared of pleated skirts anymore. That's for damn sure. Um, you made that pleated skirt. I was skirt also your very bitch. worried about. I was worried simultaneously about making it too long, but also making it too short. And I yeah. got it, I think, just right, where it's like, technically, to be screen accurate, it has to be a little bit shorter. But the thing about Final Fantasy characters, especially Final Fantasy fourteen characters, is that they have no butts. Yeah. Like, they're just flat in the back. And I'm not like that. So um, if I cut it any shorter, I'm going to be uncomfortable wearing it. Yeah. So it's... It's basically perfect, I think, where it is. I saw an Asuka um, like that once who just, she was so uncomfortable. She was wearing a, um, the school uniform, but just like the, the skirt was just way too short. And, uh, I mean, Asuka I mean, has an, has impossibly long legs is yeah. the problem. So, and, and so like the girl, I mean, like, I'm not, not to say that, like, I'm not shaming people for having a short skirt, but that's not what I mean. But it no, was if you're too comfortable sh- wearing that, yeah. then fine. It was too short for wasn't. her, clearly, because she was like pulling it down all the time and like super self-conscious. And I was just like, you know what? If you need to make the skirt longer than screen accuracy for your comfort, do it. Cause that's important, especially if you're going to be wearing it yeah. all day. Especially since. It happens a lot with anime characters and is the case with Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, they don't have any butts. Like they're, they're just buttless. So flat. They're buttless. I would it was finally actually... belong. I'm like, my time has finally come. <laughs> my flat actually, ass. In, in fourteen in particular, it was like they kind of had butts in one and then they 
reduced them for 2.0 and it became like a controversy which is the funniest thing in the world to me you know and what? i kind of wish i was there for that but I you know what it's that fine controversy because it's like when they nerfed solid snakes ass cheeks and i was really yeah upset everybody got it. super upset like people people love the butts they love the butts <laughs> <laughs> um moving on from that i've got plenty of final fantasy 14 songs i've been playing it a lot um that uh, Moonfire Fair Festival, like I said, there was an obstacle course. It was a lot of jumping puzzles. And the the required part to get your bathing suit was kind of tough, um, but definitely doable. And then Square Enix is like, you know what? This MMO needs more fucked up jumping puzzles. Um, and so I found out um, from other people like jumping around and doing it because there's tons of people all crawling all over that tower so eventually I saw them doing this that there's a jump puzzle around the back that goes up and up and up and all the way up at this really tall tower and so I started trying to climb the tower and um, especially that first day it was pretty funny because in the chat everybody was trying to decide like what was at the top of the tower and we all, we all had a lot of uh, interesting theories about what was at the top of the tower um, somebody said a sense of accomplishment. Uh, somebody said 73 buff Rogadin. Specifically, they said 73, which I thought was kind of funny. And Rogadin is a race in, um, 14. Um, somebody said a girlfriend. Um, and I was like, is that one of the buff Rogadin that we're talking about? And then, like, everybody was like, Wes, you got the right idea. <laughs> like, um, somebody said a million gill. Somebody said, um... I wrote this one down because it was so hilarious to me. They said the victory over existential dread and the fear of heights. Um, <laughs> uh, your pride was another one. The running gag for a while was a small glowing chest with something important inside. Um, the guy who said a sense of accomplishment was the most correct because there's nothing at the top of the tower. Um, there, there was never anything at the top of the tower. It was just for funsies. There's no and spoon. There is, no, there is no spoon. Um, but I kept trying anyway because I wanted that sense of accomplishment. I guess um, people who played the ninja class had it easy because they had a, a a super high jump that allowed them to skip a lot of sections. I started as a black mage, so I was boned. But, I, uh, I find it super funny that there's, like, all these classes. It'd be, like, just imagine, like, like Sasuke versus, like, the, one of the witches from Little Witch Academia trying to fucking, without a broom, they can't use a broom, to get up to this fucking, like, tower. And, like, clearly, fucking the ninja is gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> I think all the people that got to the top were probably ninja class. You're like, um, fucking ninjas! And maybe, and maybe a couple of very determined other people. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, eventually I was just like, I don't know what happened, but I was just like, fuck this. <laughs> After, like, a week of trying, I was like, fuck this. And I just gave up. Um, I did see a really funny, I think I retweeted it, I saw a really funny video of what happened when the event went offline which is that the tower just disappeared and everybody fell, like, <laughs> hundreds of feet to the ground. <laughs> it was hilarious. Perfect. Um, oh, and that, that was also when I um, took that video that I posted of the bard playing um, Don't Stop Believing on his harp. 
all of a sudden I see in the, oh, by the way, when I say that we were chatting, we were using the shout chat function. So imagine all these things being said at like, just like screamed at (laughs) top volume. And so all of a sudden this bard shows up and shouts, let me play you the song of my people and starts playing Don't Start, Stop Believing. And like, he also played, he played a couple of other songs, but I didn't, um, I didn't catch video of them because I was jumping, but he played, you know, Rick Roll, of course. He Rick Rolled everybody because that's what you do. Um, he, I think he tried to play Eye of the Tiger, but his, he said his connection was lagging, so he eventually gave up. But he, somebody requested Eye of the Tiger and he tried it. Um, so again, everybody's just doing goofy shit. Um, but that's what I like. Like that's that's what that's what I like about MMOs. But eventually, when I gave up on the um, jumping puzzle, I moved on to dungeons. And the first on the list was Orem Vale. And uh, I met my first bad teammate. I mean, I, I had that one that I talked about where the guy didn't know what he was doing. But, yeah. I mean, that worked out okay. This guy was a douchebag. Um, yeah. we, we spawn in, and the tank is up front. And she says, hey, I've never played Paladin in this dungeon before. And I was like, oh, I'm new to this dungeon, I've done it before. She's like, no, no, I've done it before, I've just never done it as a tank. And I was like, okay. So, uh, we go into the first room, and she pulled too many enemies, and we just got fucking wrecked. (laughs) And, but it was, like, seriously, we walked in the door, got wrecked, and spawned right back at the beginning. It wasn't, we didn't even really lose any progress. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, that's a good start. Um, But the healer... In, who was playing an astrologian just immediately starts laying into her where it's like, um, I shouldn't have to heal DPS. Like, what are you doing? You know what you're doing. Like just yelling at her. And she's like, you stopped healing me. Like I died because you weren't healing me. And I'm like, are you kidding me? There's a like, lot <laughs> happening he just here. decided to throw a temper tantrum, I guess. And so we got p- full party wiped and he keeps like, essentially like we all died and it's all your fault. And, like, me and the the other DPS are like, she's new, calm down, let's just get moving, like, I want to finish this dungeon sometime this century, please, dude, please, Astro, please, please, um, and she eventually gets sick of it and just leaves, and so we're three people in a dungeon, and, like, we all, we're all shitty little DPS dudes, and so we're just like, I guess we gotta wait, thanks, asshole. And he's still, he's like, hey, hey, she can't take the heat, so she had to rage quit. And I'm like, dude, stop. And finally we got another tank, and I guess she was to his liking, because he didn't give her a hard time. Or maybe he realized that I wasn't going to tolerate it, but... You're like, I um, will ass blast you into the sun, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> we made it to the end, and um, I I just, I didn't say anything to him, I just said good game, but I really wish, now, come to think of it, I was like, good game to everyone except Zaldin Clive, fuck you, dude. (laughs) 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 Really wish I had had some kind, thought of some kind of snappy comeback in the moment, but I didn't. Um, Isn't that always the way? Um, And then I had the reverse happen in another dungeon which i think is pronounced zamael darkhold but don't hold me to that um but the tank was an asshole to the healer because the tank kept going in and pulling like 25 enemies or something and then we'd get party wiped and then he went and did it again and the healer's like can you slow down and they're like well all my other healers have been able to handle this oh my god 
Well, your I other can't. healers aren't here, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, that, I think somebody said that. They're like, they aren't here. <laughs> so. Ugh. Uh, the other <laughs> day, as I was playing, um, I was either Anna or uh, Moira, because those are my two healing mains. That's right. One of my healing mains is Anna. Get off my dick. Um, <laughs> and I was playing, and I was kind of... Okay, first of all, if you expect someone to pocket heal you when you're when there's only one healer, you got another fucking thing coming. It ain't gonna fucking happen. I cannot just fucking pocket heal you all the fucking time. That being said, tanks, of course, are going to get priority, especially if we're on defense and it's my shield tank because they're like the main thing. Like an Orisa is going to get priority over a Genji. I'm sorry. Um, but this fucking um it was a widow maker of all of, of course of all people and i play when i play widow maker i don't expect to get healed that's just how it is because i'm hiding in places trying to snipe like that's my job i'm not supposed to be right up in someone's asshole like i'm supposed to be sniping from far away and then i can just you know swing down grab myself a heal back get back up right like i don't expect the heal the healer is busy especially if there's only one healer but this fucking Widowmaker just kept spamming, I need healing. I need healing, right? And I'm like, our diva's dying, our Genji's dying, I'm healing everyone, our Bastion needs healing, I'm also like gold in the limbs for some reason, and then, um... Harmacist. Yeah, harmacist. <laughs> and so I'm just like panicking and I watch a reaper. Like our reaper very calmly isn't yelling at me for healing. He just walks up, grabs a heal pack and keeps going, right? Because he can see that I'm busy like keeping our tank from dying. And I almost cried. And I was like, that he, that reaper is the healer, I, the hero I needed right now. Like, um, but this fucking Widowmaker. So then after the match was over, I gave everybody like, a commendation but <laughs> i was like fuck yeah. you i usually on 14 i try to give the um healer accommodation because they don't get enough credit for the bullshit that they have to put up with but not not that guy in orem fail fuck that guy i gave fuck it to that the, guy. i gave it to the to the other dps player um and then in the samuel darkhold i did give it to the healer because i'm like you did your best in spite of that one douchebag <laughs> um yeah, and then I also I had another encounter in um, Temptara Deepcroft Hard. So in, I don't know if this is the case for all the hard mode dungeons because I haven't played very many of them, but for Temptara Deepcroft, the entire story of the dungeon changes. And so I wanted to see the story. I wanted to watch the cutscenes and read the little notes that were littered around everywhere. But my teammates, except for the other guy that was also going through it for the first time, like all my teammates were just blowing through the dungeon and like i go into the chat and i'm like this is my first time here i want to read the notes and they just keep going ahead and i'm like guess you don't have a black mage so i just like i'm like i'm not gonna sacrifice being able to read the story for these assholes that don't care so yeah. i just i would just stay behind and read the notes i'm like you're missing two dps because we're back here so bye assholes see you later and um like, the only time any of them talked to me was when we went up against the boss and we died. And they were like, hey, um, next time, go after the zombies when they spawn. And I said, okay. And um, 
meanwhile, I'm sitting there staring at Etta and like all, all of our teammates are dead, but she's sitting in there like weeping loudly. And I'm like, this is really creepy and silence. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Don't, don't be social. <laughs> it's not like I came to an MMO to be social. It's not like we're playing a social video game or anything. <laughs> People are so weird. <laughs> I don't know. And it, it, it was, it was weird. Like that's not been my experience so far on my server. Well, and these were all players from different servers too, but it hasn't been my experience with 14 so far is that usually like they'll at least say hi to you. These people were just like, let's go. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Especially goodbye. in quick play in uh, Overwatch, I'm like, can you, I? I'm like, hello. Nobody says hi back, and I'm like, we have 30 seconds to do whatever the fuck I want, and you can't even you can't even spend spare a mere second to say hello to me. It really, how rude! How rude! It really hurts my feelings. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> The truth come out. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, I was like, these people are so rude. The Oh, I did get one other interaction out of them, which is that I was reading a note and I took too long and one guy started doing a goofy dance in front of me. <laughs> um, and then, But then the other assholes ran ahead and got total party wiped by a bunch of enemies so it was a it was a fun it was a hard dungeon made way harder by teammates that weren't willing to wait five fucking seconds for me and the other guy to finish reading the notes like come on guys um and some of the story dungeons towards the end of the a realm reborn um those were actually like made fun by the people that i played with because they so what what these people told me was that originally uh, you could skip the cutscenes, and this caused a bit of a problem because um, they try to incentivize you to redo these dungeons with new players because you get you, you get special rewards for going back and doing them again. Um, so people who were at the level cap had done these a million times before would go skip all the cutscenes, blow through without waiting for the newbie players, and then the newbie players look up and the dungeon's done. And they haven't, they haven't like, because the cutscenes are really, really long. Yeah. And so they would watch one cutscene and the final boss is dead. And like, they've missed all of it, basically. And they're like, what the fuck? And so um, Square's way of getting around this was just to make the cutscenes unskippable. Um, I think the better way to do it would be to like, allow people to skip the cutscenes, but then keep them something that they've done, they do in a couple of places that they'll just like keep like a ring around you so that you can't move out of the circle until everybody's ready. I know um, something I liked that, uh, that happened, um, with the last Overwatch event was that, um, you, your whole team had to choose, like had to press to skip the cutscene. So like, if you wanted to skip it, like, um, all four players or whatever had to choose skip. So that way, if you were in, like, if you were playing it with someone who hadn't seen the cutscene yet, like, you had, you, like, you watched a cutscene or whatever. Yeah. But if you were playing with, a, like, four people who had all done it before, you could just, everybody just hit skip and you could skip the cutscenes. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have a problem with, like, letting people skip the cutscenes if they don't want to watch them. But I think, 
like, and this is something that 14 does is that they will keep people contained in a magic circle until everybody's through the cutscene. So I don't know why they couldn't just do that and let all the players that skip the cutscene dance the Manderville or whatever until everybody else is ready. <laughs> that's what they, that's what people do in those situations is if like, I'm watching the cutscene, I'll see like, so-and-so dances the Manderville, like so-and-so <laughs> does a sprightly step dance. And I'm just like, ah, yes, they're all screwing around until I'm ready to go. Um, and then you can also initiate ready checks to, like, it'll say, you know, so-and-so does a ready check and you can click ready wait or, like, not ready or something. And um, So there's ways around it, but they just decided to make all the cutscenes unskippable. And unfortunately, the cutscenes in these dungeons are really boring and awful. <laughs> and, like, Saturday morning cartoon villain, like, bullshit. And I, I was just like... I actually remember a specific point where um, one of the villains is explaining his master plan or his his, mag- his his thesis statement or whatever on why he's evil. And immediately I'm just like in the chat. I'm like, this cutscene's lost me. I'm officially bored. And they're like, get used to that. <laughs> like, I just like, here's my master plan as to why I'm evil. And you're like, good story, bro. Still murder. <laughs> cool. Cool story. Still murder. <laughs> It's seriously like, I think the dungeon takes about an hour to complete, and about forty-five minutes of that is cutscene, <laughs> or at least it feels like it. That's what it's. That's definitely what it feels like. It was. Oh, it was bad. God, you remember um, the unskippable? Almost all PlayStation Two games had unskippable cutscenes. Play and like all I can think about is ooh ooh Clayton. <laughs> ooh ooh Clayton. Yes. Like, Kingdom Hearts One had. <laughs> All unskippable cutscenes, if I remember correctly. Yep. Like, at least on PS2. They might have changed that for Final Mix. But, like, I remember it being a sticking point for me when I was fighting Riku over and over and over again in the Hollow Bastion. Oh, my God. Because that fight was real tough. Uh, it was a really movie. hard fight. And you have to hear the same shit over and over and over again. And, like, there was a point where I would just be sitting there and... And I'd be just talking along with the people because I knew all the lines. Yeah, I would, like, repeat the lines in a mocking voice. Because <laughs> I was very mature. Kids these days don't understand what we went through. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, I am. Um, and I remember, like, God, can you imagine if Metal Gear's cutscenes were unskippable? Because... <laughs> I remember, like, two specifically. I when I once I reached Arsenal Gear on my second playthrough, I skipped all the cutscenes and fast forwarded through the codex, and I shaved like two hours off <laughs> my time. <laughs> Speed run strats. Um, yeah, that was a uh, that was not a good time, and it's definitely preventing me from going back and playing the dungeons again because I don't want to sit through the fucking cutscenes. But at least the people that I was with were, like, giving me pointers, and I'm just like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. And they're like, oh, well, you know, if you you do this thing with this really, and all these really complicated directions, and I'm like, I don't understand MMOs. I don't understand. <laughs> That's a big-ass fucking mood. I what don't understand. What the under- fuck is item what? level? <laughs> How does it work? How does, How does it burn? Crimson work? How does any of 
That's so funny. I just I keep thinking about um Nikki trying to explain Final Fantasy fourteen to me when I was visiting and like I don't even, it's like dun 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 dun, dun, dun. It was playing in my head. There was a there's actually a video I think that Nikki might have retweeted about this ages ago for this specific kind of uh, scenario where it was just like a video of a guy with one of those screaming chickens and he's like s- squeezing it to the tune of a song like completely stony face. And she's like, this is me when, when like Grace tries to explain dungeon mechanics. Like that's me when anyone tries to explain any mechanics. Perfect. So- sometimes, sometimes my friend um, that I... Um, no offline that plays this um, will explain them to me in a way that I can understand, but only sometimes. Um, the last thing I've got is my 5k sign-up mishap. I Last year I did the Haunted Half 5k and I really, really liked it. So I tried to sign up for it again this year. And I don't know why I didn't look very closely at the dates, but as soon as I paid my money to join the race. I was like, oh, fuck, it's the same Saturday as Anime Bonsai. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't. Mm, there's, like, I'm thinking about it, and like, there's absolutely no way that I yeah. can get up early after being at a con all day Friday and then go run a 5K after walking around on concrete floors for like yeah, eight hours no the day before way. and Don't then die, go bro. back home, get my get all dressed up in my costume and go to Anime Bonsai again. Like, there's no chance. So I'm like, can I, like... I don't know, can I cancel this? Can I get a refund? No. Uh, but what they did let me do was transfer to a different race. So I picked the Polar... The Frigid 5K. Um, yeah. out, out in January. Unfortunately, that race is also in Provo. Which is, like, a good 45-minute drive away. Ripperoni. Ah! <laughs> But it was the only one I could pick because the others were, like, half marathons or they were even farther away. Like, yeah. oh, the Dino half marathon. Oh, it's Infernal, which is, like, three hours from here. Mm, that's not going to happen. Um, but, I, yeah, okay. Well, next year, I got to remember to look at the dates a little, <laughs> a little closer. And then I will have more options of races that are closer to my apartment and not have to worry about this. Um, and it's a shame because I, I really liked the haunted half last year, but guess it wasn't meant to be. And I should fucking read things before no, I sign up for, for them. Losers. Reading for losers. After I just talked about being in a library. <laughs> Readings for squares. I should just yeah, there was no way. It you was like just a thirty dollar entry energy for you, P two. In- you should just absorb information via osmosis. I do plenty of that, but it's mostly pop culture. Um, <laughs> it was like a $30 race fee, so there's no way I could just let it go either. Absolutely. I was like, no, I have to. And it was like, and it was another $8 on top of that to transfer my race It could have been 75 away, cents K, and I still would have been like, guess I have to transfer this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh well, oh, well, seventy-five well. cents. Considering how far I have to drive for the frigid five k, I don't oh, think seventy-five true. cents would have would have incentivized me. I would have been like, whatever. Anything below like anything below like twenty bucks, I would have just let it go. 
but 20 bucks and above, I'm like, mm, no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. <laughs> but rip me, it's all my fault. Like, I have no one to blame but myself. I just didn't fucking read, but I'm still mad about it. So that's my salt. Um, I have to tell y'all about this package. It wasn't my prince, thank God. But like the other day, so I get in the car and um, luckily I wasn't driving too because I don't think I would have seen it. Um, but I was getting into the passenger seat and I look and like I see the corner of a box in between these bushes and the cactus. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I'm like, hold on a second. So I get out of the car and I run over and it's an Amazon package. And I'm like, hmm. And um, I dangerously, I don't know how the person got it in there without, like, hitting a cactus, but I, like, precariously get it out, and it starts jiggling, like, jingling, like, metal. And the weird part is, like, we hadn't heard a doorbell, or nobody had knocked, and my mom's had been in the living room the whole time, so it's just, and the living room's right by the front door. So it's just weird that this package was here, and they didn't even try to deliver it, and it was in a weird-ass fucking place, at least, like, feet. It was feet from the door. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had to walk. Like I said on Twitter, like, at least they actually left it, because I've definitely had times where I didn't get an- I was home, didn't get a knock, didn't get a ring at my doorbell, and they're like, we missed you, and I'm like, fuck off, I was here! Yeah. You didn't even try! (laughs) Yeah, it was just so weird. It was so lovingly tucked between the bushes. I was like, what the fuck is this? But immediately I just thought of the yeeting package. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, luckily it wasn't anything fragile or anything. It's just funny, because I was like, um, what the fuck? (laughs) Uh, oh, I didn't talk about my package mishap. Oh, go earlier. ahead. I was, I was on Twitter about it earlier, but I ordered uh, some fabric swatches and some actual, like, two yards of fabric from fabric.com. And they split it into two shipments, which happens sometimes. And I thought, okay, maybe that's, like, the fabric and then all the fabric swatches. Uh, and then I got a very sad little package on my porch today that had three fabric swatches in it. And I want to point out these fabric swatches are, like, two inches by three inches. Like, so it was this, like, sad, sad, tiny little package with these three things in there. And I'm like, why, though? (laughs) I don't know why I found that so funny. Why? I hear so much stuff in your voice now. And, like, one of them is, why, though? The other one is, I have additional questions. (laughs) And also, doubt. (laughs) Doubt. All things I hear in Kay's voice now. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, and and the rest of it's coming tomorrow, or at least it fucking better. Because if it turns out they split it into three packages, I'm going to be upset. The third package comes and it's just one fabric swatch. And I'm like, why? It's like the Hobbit movie. (laughs) The shortest book split into three movies for some reason because capitalism. Because capitalism. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I only paid one shipping fee though. So it seems like a waste of their money. It's a psychological experiment. It's a Russian two aunt. It's a Russian. (laughs) this 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 podcast is just memes um yep i have figured it out (laughs) i've cracked the code 
um, I have fucking sculpture right now, and uh, my sculpture teacher might listen to my podcast, so I'm gonna just be like, hi, I love sculpture, I hate sculpture, and it has nothing to do with him or the class, it's just I'm not very good at it, and as we all know, if I'm not good at something, then I hate it. Um, <laughs> that's not true, but you know what I'm saying, like... It's like I enjoy bowling, but I'm not very good at it. But it brings me no joy um, to sculpt. Like, I just, I don't have the the love of it in my, in my bones, you know? I really like sculptures, and maybe because I don't, like, I realize that a lot of my favorite art is actually sculpture, um, but... And maybe it's because I I cannot sculpt. I mean, I can, but I'm not. But can I? Um, but I'm not very good at it. And uh, this next assignment, we have to get a chair. And um, we're working on two assignments at once, which is really stressing me out because I'm bad at time management sometimes. You know, like especially like assignments like that. I'm like, fuck. I don't. I don't know what to get done first. Um, and one of them we're using clay, which I hate clay partially because it sucks what's left of the little moisture that I have in my hands right out of them. And I'm like, please leave me my essence. I have so little. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then so, I, so I'm working on that. But then we have to get a chair. So then I was like, can I get a children's chair? Because I'm, I'm just trying to make things like easier on myself. And he's like, you're just pushing the limits for no reason. And I'm like, well, first of all, you're making me buy a chair. And he's like, well, the thrift stores are filled with chairs. I bought all these chairs from thrift stores. And for like $10, I've been to like, I, there are multiple stores now. And I have not found a chair. And it, like it's like it has to be sittable, and it's like a wooden chair, and apparently now it has to be live sized. It has to be a real size chair, and I sort of know what I'm gonna do with it, um, which means I have to buy plaster and a bunch of other stuff. And I but I just I just like I have to take this class to to get my one of my AAs, um, but I don't want to. But it has nothing to do with my teacher. My teacher is a perfectly nice person. That's what I have to do. I suddenly remembered that I have to do my reading for the. Um, seminar that we're going to do for that class but like it's just that on top of my math class right now is just it's just two things I'm not particularly fond of happening at once and I'm just I'm just butthurt about it um and then last night I uh I created this AU for something and um my friend messages me at 2 a.m to tell me that I had basically made a cars AU and I'm so goddamn angry. It was like a cyberpunk motorcycle racer AU. And it was like not safe for work. And I was like so excited about it. And she's like, it's basically Lightning McQueen and Doc fan fiction AU. Um, and I'm like, I need you to get out of my fucking house right now. And I'm like, I'm like, and you know, like when someone's right and you, there's nothing you can fucking do about it. You're like, oh you're right like I, uh, like x racer meets pro race i just i'm just so fucking angry about it and i just i'm like i'm try. i cannot I, I have not known peace since she told me this and like i was so excited about this au and then she's like it's a cars au and i'm like i will fucking come to your house and throw you out of your window like i was just so upset and it was 2 a.m and i have not known peace since that moment uh and that's my salt. <laughs> we got quite a bit of imported salt uh, this week because we took a couple weeks off. 
so it kind of got built up. Um, and I'll, I guess I will do the first one. Which is from Lord of the Likes uh, at night underscore twitten. Please, Google Doc, please cooperate. Okay. Um, two doves are right outside my bedroom window doing call and response with the exact same call every four seconds. Please. <laughs> it's 6 a.m. Please. That's hilarious. Also, our government gave half a billion dollars to a charity of six people to save the Great Barrier Reef. This is done without any vote or even discussion with the rest of Parliament. They just gave them $444 million. The charity did not apply for the grant. The charity understands that climate change is the biggest threat to the reef. The charity has explicitly said that they do not plan to use the money to lobby against the fossil fuel industry slash policies that would increase emissions. What will it be used for? Who knows? They're just going to uh, 3D in the time, reef. <laughs> in the time since um, Night Twitten sent this, um, the Australian government has fallen apart even more. <laughs> The Australian government has burnt down and fell over <laughs> into the swamp. And I would make fun of them, except for, like, the American government has also burnt down and fallen over into the we swamp. Definitely, we definitely don't have any legs to stand on on that front. Like, just America and Australia gripping um, gripping hands. You know, like, those memes where people are holding hands, and it's, like, people suffering shitty governments. <laughs> Uh, Australia, I hope you're okay. I'm sorry about your government. I'm sorry that it's like this. All I have to say is this world's a dark capitalist place. Um, on that note, uh, We Are Not Wizards tabletop podcast at We Are Not Wizards. Richard, um, as, as I... Uh, caringly know him as um so i've not recorded like a million podcasts in ages since moving to the new house and this is oh god jesse please read i know you're out of practice but please (laughs) and this week i decide i'm getting back on it i'm back in the game in the saddle etc 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 except nobody told my broadband that maybe the wizard was back um a chatting and decides to slow down causing everything to have a delay so my guest who is totally understanding waits as i walk around my house waiting for the signal to get better which it doesn't of course so now i look like a total dick instead of a competent richard (laughs) that was a great pun and on top of on top of it and to top it off google calendar messed up the invite so we were like an hour out of schedule wise so no i'm not happy fuck technology in the ear however jake set, um sent me beats which made me smile and jesse sent me some utterly disgraceful things that made me laugh so that is good <laughs> you're welcome this is about tony the tiger with his finger up his ass Cause oh my god! Last night, uh, I, uh, I when did he send that? We can we can carbon date it. Let me find out. Carbon it. It probably wasn't about Tony the Tiger with his finger up his ass. I did something really nice for Richard because he does nice stuff for me, and then immediately afterwards, I sent him this Tumblr post about how if you even with Google Safe Search on, just Google the words Tony the Tiger. Like one of the first pictures that comes up is Tony the a very anatomically correct Tony the Tiger with a thumb in his ass. <laughs> so we sent that August thirteenth. Okay, that. so no. 
No, it wasn't Tony the Tiger. I did that to him last night. He was like, oh, thank you, Jesse. You really helped me with something else that I did for him. And then immediately after, I was like, don't thank me yet. It's like siblings that, you know, they, they do something sweet with each other and then they have to, like, bully each other a little bit to balance it out. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. All right. Our next one is from Adrian Alvarez at Raynor1337. Um. He says, I don't have salt per se, but there are still hints of salt from the past couple weeks involving World of Warcraft. I won't bore you with what happened, but it involved burning a bunch of night elves in the world tree, nuking your own fortress with blight so the enemy can't have it, and how um, there was no honor in doing any of that. I just question everything about this new expansion and blame Blizzard's writing for running out of good ideas and wasting good characters to cheesy villainy, but that's just me. Outside of that, I've heard you guys talking about nicknames, and I think mine takes the cake. I've had a family nickname ever since I was born, and to this day, everyone in my family still uses it. It's boy. Just boy. Just boy. So basically, my, my family has been calling me boy long before Kratos has been calling his son boy in the new God of War. Um, oh, a so lot funny. of people are really mad about the WoW expansion. I don't WoW, so I don't really know much about it, but like people are real mad about it. I have no idea what's going on. I just know that the WoW fandom exploded, and I'm like, are you okay? And, and they're like, no. And we're like, okay. <laughs> they turn to me and they're like, no, I'm not fucking okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Back up slowly. Roll out, panic roll out. <laughs> um, do, okay, I'll continue. 50 dexterity, probably at 99 dexterity. Evening salt lords. No salt this week. Just two little tidbits of sugar. My first bit brings us back to Dragon Ball Fighter Z. The game received a big balance patch and dealt out a bunch of buffs and nerfs, which is something people have been clamoring for for months now. I'm super excited as I play a lot of characters that were considered mid-low tier and they got a fair bit stronger. For starters, I finally beat Orphan of Cause. The, um, ooh, okay, wow, we're just jumping around here. For starters, I finally beat Orphan of Cause. That fight has haunted me for over a year now, but he's finally dead on New Game Plus 2, no less. Lawrence is still a thorn in my side, and hopefully he won't prove to be as problematic as, um, as the Orphan. Be well, everybody. Definitely meant to change for starters on the second bit. Whoopsies. I want to say that the Orphan of Cause is currently haunting us, and it's what's keeping us yes. from Budborning. And, um, that hit, and Lawrence, didn't we? Yeah, we're don't we stuck still need on to be Lawrence. Lawrence in your game? Yeah. So, we like, need a same. hero! <laughs> we're holding up for a hero! <laughs> that, that and time, I know that I'm booked up for the next, like, three yeah. weekends in a row. And I have been doing nothing but crying and working on stuff. Um... I've been crying a lot, actually, and I think it, it uh, dehydrated me because then I was like suddenly really thirsty all the time. And I was like, oh, that's right. I, I cried out all my water. So then I started drinking more water. So, you know, uh, if you're also stressed out and crying, remember to drink water, not because it'll cure your depression, but because you're literally draining yourself of liquids. You'll give yourself a headache. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but yeah, Orphan of Cause haunts me. Um, I kind of want to just, like, open it up and see if I can just, like, somehow accidentally beat the Orphan of Cause. Every single Bloodborne person at once was like, what? 
<laughs> you can't accidentally beat the orphan. You cause. definitely can. Uh, <laughs> if you summon good enough randos, you can definitely accidentally beat the orphan of cause. Yeah, I definitely. Oh my god, could you imagine me summoning a rando who's never fucking like played with Bumwrecker before? And they'll be like, "How did you get this far?" And Bumwrecker's like, "Goodbye, with a little help, help from, from my, my friends. friends." Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, also sheer dumb luck as Professor McGonagall said in the second Harry Potter movie when they beat the crap out of a troll and they were like, how did you um, defeat a fucking fully grown troll? And she's like, sheer dumb luck. That's a- that's exactly how Bum Wrecker gets through everything. But congrats, yep. man. Um, Failing upwards is what I would call blood- Bloodborne. <laughs> Somehow, some way, we're all making it through. <laughs> and King's Gambit is paying us a visit. <laughs> oh. Alright, next up is my Sinclair at my underscore Sinclair. I promised it. Here is my GTA Online salt. I am so salty about this, not because it is irritating, but because no one ever brings it up and it wouldn't fly in most online games. When you log in, the game spams you with five minutes of text messages and phone calls from in-game characters. Have you bought a 20 mil military base? Hey, 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 buy some new properties. Hey, hey, it's extremely frustrating. This game doesn't have a way to mute other voice chat. Uh, decide to drop into a race, and I guess I will just have to mute the TV because this kid has decided everyone needs to listen to the song they are listening to. Like, even if I like the song coming over your microphone, it sounds shitty. This is fucking obnoxious. Um... And then she adds, if I am wrong about there being options to turn this off, I would love to be corrected because I hate it. So write in if you know how to fix that or just contact yeah. my directly like a normal person. That's also an option. Hashtag save my. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the save my foundation. <laughs> before, we need, before we start the oh. My Sinclair Foundation, we have to determine does is my Sinclair is real? Does is my Sinclair is real? Um... Let me just quickly email her a bunch of captures and <laughs> and see if she can fill them out. By law, you have to tell us if you're a robot. <laughs> um, oh my god, H- am I a robot? That's just me. Whenever it's like, choose all the images with street signs, and I like think I've done it, and then they're like, eh, and I'm like, am I even human? <laughs> Like, what is it to be human, though? What is it to be human? To be human is to go... To become um, human. To become human. <laughs> Salt Roll the counter human. back. <laughs> it's been zero days. It's been zero episodes. <laughs> Since we've mentioned... Ding-a-lung-a-boom-pang. Um, <laughs> I couldn't think of a weird thing to say instead of the actual name of the game. That's like D-B-H. Um, diet, butt, humanity. Okay. <laughs> got a short one from Arsis Patches or Patches at the, uh, at the underscore Patches. I am salty about time zones because I want to play Warframs with Jake. <laughs> I, I, it probably you meant to write Warframe, but just in case you wanted to say Warframes. <laughs> he might have, he, he might have done it on purpose. Yeah, like, just in case it was, like, you know, like, one of those things, like, when you type something to be cute. Um, Warframes with Jake. We miss our Gen, Genin, Gen, Genin, Genin, 
Genin? A homie. I'm guessing, I'm guessing like the ninja term from Naruto. Yeah, you're probably right. Because Patches is into anime, so it's possible. Homie in the remuneration company. Did I say that correctly? Because it honestly felt so. like my mouth was just... <laughs> According to the Encyclopedia of... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think you said it right. Okay. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your Warfram things. Time zones are the worst. Yeah. God. I have um, another account where I've been posting art, but I only post it, like, ass o'clock, and so, like, the only people liking and reblogging my um, reblogging, retreating that art are Russians. Like, I go to their accounts, and they're all in Russian. Did, did I send you? I should have if I hadn't, but there was a, um, a post of like the people holding hands and it was like people <laughs> night tweeting at, at, at ass o'clock and then like Australian Twitter. <laughs> I feel called out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure if I sent it to you or if I just thought really hard like I should send this to Jesse because it's them. <laughs> you know, you know what's so funny is um, today I, I did not sleep last night um for like insomnia reasons and also mental illness reasons but like so i wasn't sleeping and um my friend sent me something on uh discord at like six something in the morning right and um i was i was at this point tucked in and like watching asmr videos you know like i full intent to sleep right and sent me something and I immediately answered and she was like, what are you doing awake, young one? <laughs> <laughs> like you did to me that one time I was up late for the World Cosplay Summit. Yeah, it was so up funny. at like 5 a.m. and you're like, okay, it's past your bedtime. Like, I know. <laughs> That's because you're, you're a parent. <laughs> you're a responsible person and I'm not. And I'm like... I have, like, that, you know, like, the people that went to prison and, like, that they bring to, like, high schools to talk to high schoolers about why they don't want to go to prison, you know? (laughs) Except except I've never been to prison. Scared straight. But I've also never been asleep, so. (laughs) I've never been asleep at a proper time. Um, Sorry, we have more salt, but yeah, I definitely. Yes, we do. Like I said, we got quite a bit. Um, But the... Next one comes from Michael Preno at Michael underscore Pren. Um, yo, I've got some salt for y'all. Scheduling a meeting so you can learn something and the instructor shows up with nothing. Uh, I've got some YouTube videos you can watch. Thanks, dude. I hadn't figured out how to Google things yet, so this would be great for my continuing education. Freaking hacks. Thanks for a great podcast, as always, from Mike. Yeah, I hate when I show up to class, like, if I've had a really bad night, and instead of skipping class or something, I'm like, oh, I better go, you know, like, I've had a really, had a really hard night, and I'm like, I better go to class, and we watch a fucking movie, and I'm like, I fucking did not get out of bed for this, like, y'all, I, I survived last night just so that I could watch a TED Talk, this is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Um, Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> now there's one more. Oh, oh. And it's I'm sorry, a, I left you with the long one. It's fine, because I'm in this one for some reason. Um, It's from Jeremyatric Greer, at JG Greer. <laughs> it's Jeremy. He's our dad, but not our daddy. Um, Hey, folks, I was listening to today's episode, and I got to the part where Jesse this, talked- This, by the way, is quite old, so. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, this is old, but, um- Thanks for using my pronouns. Uh, and 
and um, got to the part where Jesse talks about their issue with being a person on the internet. This is something I worry about um, quite a bit, especially the last few years as Autumn has started podcasting. We've been very lucky and only had one or two weird interactions and no negative interactions like you hear from other women on the internet, whether they be streamers, YouTubers, podcasters, or whatever. I can't help but think the day will come, though. I'm a bit too deep to change anything now, so I don't really have any advice. I just want to communicate with Jesse on this. It's weird to... Uh, commiserate thank you Kay. it's weird um being known within certain groups but nowhere near famous shortly after that jake was talking about what fame is on the internet and i wanted to say i agree with all of his points i have like 800 plus subscribers on youtube and it's at its height um and at its height dark souls haters had five thousand followers to me that shit is that shit was insane but really, it's a drop in the bucket. In a familiar fashion, when doing interviews for Don't Give Up Skeleton, I assumed that getting famous people would also mean episodes would have bigger download numbers. I'm here to say they do not. Most download eps of Don't Give Up Skeletons are peop- um The most downloaded episodes of Don't Give Up Skeleton are people who are famous in the community. And after that, I might as well be looking into a clouded orb for all the insight I get looking at numbers. (laughs) I've had people with 100k followers on Twitter retweet podcast links and hardly any actual traffic was generated from it. At some point along the way, I stopped looking. I haven't stopped caring, but at least I don't look at the numbers every day. I realized I was chasing the next plateau, but never satisfied when I got there. Oh man, if Don't Give Up Skeleton hits 1k downloads a month, that would be cool. Once it did, there wasn't any satisfaction. I just started hoping for 5k and 10k and so on. So now I try to pay attention to what lis- um, to what listeners tell me, whether good or bad. It's taught me to go out of my way to tell pe- tell people whose work I like that I actually like it because even a love this episode can make my day go from zero to a hundred in a space of five seconds. Having grown up on the internet, I was on that shit in 1992 y'all. And Maya's laughing right now at how late that is. I wasn't even born yet. And I then one. <laughs> <laughs> like listeners everywhere start crying. I think focusing, <laughs> I think focusing on numbers has become an overwhelming impulse for all of us. But hopefully, if we start focusing on people, we can make it better. I don't know, and none of this is actual salt. So apologies, but um, so apo- uh, so apologies. Thanks as always for the great conversations, and then he made a heart because that's important. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, Jeremy. Um, yeah, I agree with all of that. I think yeah. it, I think part of it, too, is definitely, um, for me, like, with my other fandom stuff, like, sometimes I'm just, like, I don't necessarily want to be famous with it, especially on my side blog, where I don't necessarily want people to, it's like, where I kind of want to be anon, you know? I just want people to talk to about the thing I like. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So I worry less about numbers there and more about, like, 
can I please make a friend? Can I please get a friend? <laughs> you know, like, can I have a waffle? Can I please, can I please have a waffle? waffle? That's actually pretty accurate to Tumblr, come to think of it. Um, and because uh, I'm like, I just want to talk. I just want to talk about this weird obsession I have and then have no other interaction with you ever. Um, that's not true. But like, because sometimes you actually do make really good friends that way. But like with my other art, I think I get obsessed with numbers because I'm just like, I am struggling to make money with it. Like, I don't have a day job. At, well, technically I do. Um, and it's kind of funny because I actually got to use my skills for my day job the other day to help someone. And I'm like, look at me. I'm useful. Um, I'm, I mean something in this dark abyss of a universe. But, like, I think I just feel somehow that, like, oh, if I have a lot of followers, I'll make enough money to eat. But I don't even think that's true because sometimes I feel like I just – the way I make money is so weird and, like, the way I get commissions is so weird that, like, it never ends up being about my follower count. I don't know. And, like, I almost don't want too many followers because I'm just, like, I, I don't I, I don't want you people in my life. Um, I don't want you going around. And I know recently I've been, uh, like, watching a couple artists I really like who are super popular talking about just, like, the amount of shit people think. They, they, they think they own you, essentially, which is really bizarre. Um... But I will say that this podcast community is really great. And I definitely, like, feel inclined to share stuff with y'all, which I think is interesting. Um, sometimes I make stuff, like, a lot of times I, like, worry that, like, am I making this because I want to make it or am I making it because I think it will get attention? And then other times I, like, I make something and I'm like, I really want Jeremy Greer to laugh at this. Um, <laughs> And it's like, if I just make Jeremy Greer a laugh, it'll be, it'll be a good day. Um, and so, or like the Alexa play Despacito or Messengers play Despacito thing was like 100% for K. Like, <laughs> like, you know, there's just like things you do because you, you're like, I specifically want this one person to laugh. And those always feel more fulfilling somehow, you know? Totally get it. Um, I'm sorry, I don't really have much to add other than I agree with what both you and Jeremy are saying. <laughs> it's been a, it, we've been reading a lot of uh, salt, and also Jake's not here, so I'm surprised we, we so, filled up a good amount of time, though. It's, you and I, we get on a tangent, and we and there's no one here to stop us, and we just go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> our city now. <laughs> our city now. <laughs> Sorry, that was an ugly laugh. I have several laughs, like and they're the, all hideous. That was like the Yzma kitten laugh. <laughs> Is that my voice? <laughs> God, I all of my laughs are hideous. My friend has that one laugh that's like an anime lady laugh, where it's like, oh, 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 oh and I, I love it. Well, thanks for writing right. in, everyone. Thanks for everybody writing in. Sorry for some of the people that had to wait a couple of weeks to hear their salt on the podcast. We had to take a couple of weeks off, as I said before, just just couldn't hack it for a couple of weeks. It was that that summer heat, man. We just we had enough, and we were like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, the sun is a deadly laser. <laughs> sun is a deadly laser, and it really took us out for a couple of weeks there. Yeah, but uh, we're back, and um, hopefully. Saltier than ever, and hopefully a bit more consistent for a little while now. Well, at least for me, it's starting to cool down, but it might be a lie. We'll see sometime yeah. in the next couple of weeks. 
Everything's um, on fire. I'm planning. I just, I just want to drive out to all these places that are just blackened hills now, and I just want to be like, ah, oh, yes. Look over to if you look to your left, you'll see some dead ass grass. And you can to your see right, a completely blackened hill from my, um, from my doorstop. Actually, so bad. So. then there's this one place on this highway that keeps catching on fire, and I'm like, why this place? <laughs> And, like, every time I drive by it, it is either on fire or has recently been on fire. How does it keep getting the fuel to burn? I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. That's California State Cryptid. That's the California State Cryptid. Fire! Wait, <laughs> <laughs> right, where, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Filthy Wizard on Twitter. Filthy Magic user on Tumblr and Filthy Magic user on Twitch. I should probably also mention that I'm going to be... Oh, wait, but it doesn't matter because this episode will come out after the weekend. Uh, it's going to come out on Friday. Oh, then I will mention that I'll be at Sack Anime this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade. And you can find me on Facebook as Crowfeather Cosplay. And I also recently started a Instagram for my cosplays. And that's also Crowfeather Cosplay. Uh, so if you prefer Instagram to Facebook, um, you can follow me there. Uh, you can also follow our podcast on Twitter as at Podcast Salt. It has all of our relevant links there. It has a link to our Kofi page. Um, like us on iTunes, leave reviews, all that good stuff that people talk about at the end of podcasts. <laughs> this is the part where I always fall apart, isn't it? Is it? Um, Kofi? I did say Kofi. I don't know the link, though, but it is linked in our Twitter bio. Uh, um, Jake? Jake. You can find Jake's stuff at Jake underscore Lionheart, and he has a lot of links in his bio, too, that you should all check out. Uh, check out his music. It's good. And, um, hope, and we will see you next week. Bye! Bye. <laughs>